let us pray. Our dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you uh, that you are so good, that you give us great gifts that we don't deserve. Uh, you are the one who can uh, make so much uh, out of nothing. You spoke the world into being out of, out of nothing, and you uh, gave me this sabbatical, uh, though I had... I, had no, I gave nothing to it uh, except uh, the need for it. Uh, you, uh, what a gift, what a gift. And so I just pray that it would be a gift to this congregation. We talk about the time out west this week, uh, that you would um, uh, speak to us. Uh, and we thank, I just thank you that you are the God of creation. We ask this in Christ's name. Amen. Amen. All right. So this week, so I've talked about... Um, so what sabbatical is, and I've talked about uh, the time with the family in England, and I talked about, about myself uh, and my time in England last week, the pilgrimage time. So this week, mostly we're ta- what we're talking about is the um, time that we spent out west. And this will be the last time, the last, this will be the last one we do about the sabbatical. The pictures, I think, over there will come down this week. Um, and it's just, I will say this, it's just good to be home. It really is. Um, people will say, uh, you know, are you glad to be home? And I'll say, yeah, I really am glad to be home. And they'll say, really? <laughs> Tell me the truth. <laughs> but it's been great. It's been great. And I just said over and over, like, I really feel like the sabbatical did what I needed it to do. And I'm, I'm so, I've had so many people say, you don't even look like the same person. <laughs> Which I'm pretty sure that is a compliment. But the... Um, so I knew that we needed, that what I really wanted to do, uh, part, one of the things I really wanted to do um, was to have a great family adventure before Caroline went off to school. And, uh, and so she uh, headed off to the University of Florida, but wanted to uh, make sure that she got a chance with us to have this great adventure. And we want, they've never seen the Rocky Mountains, the kids. And so, uh, so I just wanted to take them into a place that they'd never been before. Amy and I had been pretty, almost, a lot of the places that we went uh, out there, Amy and I went a couple of years ago. You remember Father Trent came to us from Jackson Hole, and, um, and so from the church there. And, um, and so he arranged for me uh, and Amy, actually we did it for our 20th uh, anniversary, but I went out there and preached at the Chapel of Transfiguration. Uh, in Grand Teton National Park, and we spent a couple weeks out there. So um, we thought, well, we should go to a place that we hadn't never been before. So we were talking about the Grand Canyon, but it was the middle of July. And it turns out it was the hottest July on record in the history of the world. So uh, we're we're really glad we didn't go uh, to Arizona in July. But um, it was was just, it was magic. It it really was a a magical time. so yeah, this that kind of looks like the uh, the Loch Ness monster, but it's this mama moose uh, in this little pond. It's a real small little pond there in the uh, in Grand Teton. She was just sticking her face in the water and and eating the mud on, underneath, which I just feel like would give you terrible indigestion. But she was uh, she was just uh, just as happy as she could be. And uh, her boyfriend was. I have got got a picture of him too. I'll show you in a minute. Um, so we got back, got back from England, and um, and in England I took my clippers to trim my beard, but they uh, it didn't even with the adapter it didn't work very well with the uh, 
uh, with, with the change of, of uh, it didn't like the wattage. And so my beard kind of, at this point, is getting out of control. And, uh, and Luke, but when I got back, Luke was like, you got to keep it. I want it down here by your chest, you know, so. It looks good. Luke's hair was getting a little out of control, too, uh, at this point, but. So uh, I took the boys, uh, Caroline and Amy had to work, uh, but I took the boys up to our mountain house in North Carolina, and then when we came back, um, I took, we took Caroline down for her orientation uh, at Florida, and that was a fun, yeah, you can turn off, yeah, that's, that's, that, is that helpful? Yeah, yeah, you don't have to read anything, you just look at the, that's, yeah, just turn, turn them off, that's great. Um, that's good. that's great right there. I'm, I'm going to read from my journal in just just a little bit. But um, so it was, that was a great week, just kind of being back here and then being up in the mountains. A little Switzerland, North Carolina, where my parents' house is. It's really my favorite place on the planet. Uh, even even with going out out west, although I could get used to out west real quick, I think. But it was um, I'm I'm a mountains person. Uh, I just uh, I love the mountains so much. Uh, let's see, it's, um, and. Um, I, I think that stems from my childhood, and I would, um, I had, sort of a, a complicated uh, relationships with with my peers when I was in elementary school. I got picked on a lot, and and really, I mean, looking back on, it, I brought a lot of it on myself, and I was just kind of volatile. But, um, but, I would go to summer camp in the mountains near Brevard for a week, and then two weeks, and then a month, and they didn't know I was the kid that got picked on. And so, I mean, we would run through the, the mountains and play in the creeks, and we would uh, just, you know, it was I was just a regular kid for those couple of weeks, and I think that's part of why the mountains are so dear to me, but I like living down here, and I love you guys, and I, you know, I, I think the water's great, but when, I, when my soul needs refreshment, I like to go for a long walk in the woods. And uh, so I always think about this, um, this famous quote from John Muir, who's the Scottish outdoorsman from the 1800s. He says, the mountains are calling and I must go. And, uh, and so uh, we had this opportunity and uh, we went with this, uh, we went with a kind of a package. Um, there were two other, three other families. There was a, a mom and a daughter from California a family of six from um, uh, from Birmingham and a family of five from Chicago uh, and us. And we went out. Uh, the group is called Backroads, and they don't just do family trips. They do, I mean, all kinds of trips all over the world, in fact. But not just sightseeing. They do usually hiking and biking, but they'll throw, throw in some other things uh, on some trips as well. And I just thought, man, that's great because we won't have to plan anything. We ended up staying a few extra days beyond that, and we did plan some stuff. It was Fantastic! It was just fantastic. The pictures that I'm going to show you, it, there's no way. I mean, if you've been out west, you know, like there is no way that the pictures can do it justice at all. I mean, standing there in that giant setting right there, I mean, it doesn't do. You know, this screen is nice, but it doesn't do any. You can't. You can't get a sense of how big uh, the mountains are. But this Grand Teton—that's the Grand Teton Range. Uh, we flew into Bozeman, Montana, so that's a little bit north of, of Yellowstone. Um, oh, I should say this. This is, this is what I wrote in my, um, in my grant application. Uh, I said, I, I don't want, I was talking about this phase of it. I talked about uh, going, to, uh, going to England and seeing the sites and connecting with my heritage and with my faith and 
But I, don't, I said, out west, I don't want relaxing here. This is going to be a different kind of restful. I want a unique experience for our family with as few screens as possible. Now, the kids did take their phone. We, you know, we all took our phones. We needed them you know, in some sense, and we certainly needed the cameras. But, um, but we tried not to play games and watch TikTok. Um, we will play hard during the day, doing activities that stretch all of us beyond our comfort zones, and then we will sleep hard at night. The combination of incredible natural beauty and joy-filled physical activity will provide great mental refreshment for all of us. This will be a time of connection for our family and a time of creating memories that we will recollect for years to come. And I, I have to say, I, I really think it, it was that unique kind of trip that we will talk about uh, for years a, as a family. And we did some really incredible, wonderful uh, fun activities. I love just being active. I love the mountains. I love the outdoors, and this. And I love uh, seeing uh, wildlife. And I think there's just something about. I mean, you, you may experience this too. There's just something about being in nature. I think. There, I think a lot of people naturally will say, you know, I don't really need to go to church because I've got nature. You know, and I think I, I. I don't agree with that, but I. I understand it. Because there is something where in creation we, under, we meet the God of creation. And in fact, Scripture talks about that uh, as well. I mean, you, can't find, you can't look at a sunset and know that Jesus died for your sins, but you can know that there is a God who created all of this, an intelligent design and, and uh, a God of beauty and something that made you that resonates with that beauty. Um, and I think the evidence of that is that every culture in the world has some sort of spiritual sense. Uh, not every person in the world, but certainly every culture in the world has a, a sense, at least, of uh, something much greater beyond themselves. And that's because creation testifies. So I love being in creation. I love being in the mountains. And this was a great, great week. So we flew into Bozeman. And the first thing we did um, was we went to, the, well, I guess the first thing we did was went to Whitewater Rafting. I'll show you that. But this is... Uh, the Bar Inn Ranch, and this just kind of captures a lot of uh, a lot of what we experienced uh, for that first those first few days. Because you can see some of the other families uh, in the back playing cornhole and and playing wiffle ball, and there is a um, there's there's a there's an old wagon over here, and, and further over here there's like this um, lasso and old uh, you could and this. Is a fake bull, you know, just a little, had little horns on it. You could try to lasso. Um, it was just wide open, and and this is um, it was just beautiful. And this is what I, I wrote at the Bar Inn Ranch. What a gift this is! I keep looking at the mountains around us and marveling, saying, "You just gave me this, Jesus." The three other families uh, on the trip, five from Chicago, six from Birmingham, and a mother and daughter from California. We have a lot of overlap with the Rust family from Birmingham. Like they, we knew all the same people. Uh, and we think that she taught Luke P.E. in church preschool. <laughs> the girls had done, um, their daughters had just finished Create for a Purpose oh. at their church. Yeah, so that's right. Like they go to the church. Automatic. They go to the church where Created for a Purpose started. Uh, in Birmingham. So. So it, was, it was like automatic bond. Yeah. All the kids running around, playing last night together, playing cornhole, wiffle ball, ghost in the graveyard, all-you-can-eat s'mores. <laughs> it's 
They did. They tried. They, they wanted to see how many. Uh, all you could eat sports. We're having a blast. Whitewater rafting yesterday was tame but beautiful, especially as a bald eagle swooped over us and perched up in a tree. It was like, like we got in the river, and 10 minutes later, this bald eagle comes down right over the top of us and then comes, swoops up elegantly into the top of this tree. We're like, you know, that was just, they just released their pet bald eagle, you know, like the, this, like, okay, go, you cue the eagle. Um, I am so thankful. I recognize that I haven't paid a dime to be here. It's just all grace. The stunning beauty is grace. The three friendly guides are grace. The very easy conversation between the families is grace. My heart is really still get emotional. Yeah. In fact, I was telling the guides, like these are, I said, these are the best days of my sabbatical, and I just got really emotional talking to them. I felt kind of silly, and I feel a little bit silly right now. Um, my heart is so happy to be here with my family. I'm truly hoping to see some wildlife, but I think it'll be likely sporadic due to the size of the group. Then again, who are you, God, to hold back on us? Thank you, Lord, triune God, for all that you are giving me, pouring into me, sprinkling your delight and love, love over me. The diocese seems so far away, but I really have almost no anxiety about the fact that I'll have to step back in. It's just all grace. It's all temporary. And heaven is my, is my home. So, And that's just, I mean, just sitting there in that wide open, clean air, just, it's just, my heart was so happy. Oh, so happy. So we did, they picked us up from the hotel uh, the very first morning. We'd not met any of the uh, other folks, and we all went whitewater rafting. They said it'll be uh, between class two and class four rapids, and we were like so excited about it. It was only class two rapids, and it was just got this nice little little jaunt down the thing. But it was really, it was still so uh, so fun. Any anything to, to you want to add? Any anything to as as we pop in? Yeah. Well, maybe at the end or something. But okay. You're doing oh, hey, thanks. Um, <laughs> But that was a neat thing. So we got to know uh, one of, this is the five of us, the sixth one behind, so there's Luke and then me, and the one right behind is one of the guides. He's actually, he was from um, Boca Raton or something like that uh, down south, but um, he, he mostly guided in Croatia, but just happened to be placed in Wyoming for the summer. It's, you know, it's tough, but um, tough life. But it was, that was really fun. And uh, that was on the Gallatin River. It's the same river where they filmed um, A River Runs Through It. If you remember that? Fly fishing movie with a very, very young Brad Pitt. Uh, yeah. The next day, we went horseback riding. Also quite tame, but also quite beautiful. Uh, we went, um, I mean, we, on a group that size, you, you can't do anything but walk um, on the horses, which was just fine. But we had a great, what's that? Oh, we had a great time uh, with that, and just, again, the kids, you know, they don't get to ride horses much, and, uh, and they hadn't seen the Rocky Mountains much, and it was just, it was incredible. And of course, we didn't see any wildlife, you know, you got 25 horses going through the, the woods, I mean, they're not going to have any of that, but it was just, it was incredible, it was just so fun, the, the guides were so nice, and, um, and engaged us, and talked with us, and it was just, it was just so unique, and so fun to be out there. Uh, Amy, 
uh, you can. So this is a picture of Amy. She's in the back, and she's videoing the whole thing. She, Amy's phone is is full uh, after this uh, this summer. It's it's full. I take a lot of pictures. Uh, li- it literally is full. I'm not just making fun of her. Uh, we would come back uh, at, here at the Bar Inn Ranch. The Bar Inn is funny because it just spells barn. It's the barn ranch, but the Bar Inn is what it was called. And uh, and just again, we would sit by. These were the little fires by the cabin, but we actually also had a campfire and um, just enjoy. It was just so slow, you know. Like it was just there's no schedule really. I mean, they had dinner time and stuff, and they and they would make it all. You know, they would make it all for you. One night they would they took the kids and they went and played, and they were like, "We're just gonna take the kids." And as if the kids were getting this great thing, but all the parents knew, like, we were the ones getting the great thing, right? So um, we just had such a great, great time there. Uh, the next day, we went down to, um, to Yellowstone. We hiked uh, a lot in, in Yellowstone. And um, I think, did we do two separate days? We had two days in Yellowstone. We left the bar and ranch, went to Yellowstone, stayed overnight in Yellowstone. Both days, we had big hikes. And um, we saw a couple bears. It reminded us that we live in Florida. <laughs> yeah. All the other people were from, you know, Birmingham with the hills and Chicago with the hills. And they would be like, and we were like, we live in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> Our knees hurt. <laughs> yeah. Um, if you, has any, if you've been to Yellowstone, or if you, if you haven't been to Yellowstone, it is so unique. Like, it's not just mountainous. They have is it like something like sixty-five to seventy percent of the world's uh, geysers, and the geology is just bizarre. It's like being on the moon, and um, I mean I've never been to the moon, but um, but it's so strange. You have so we're standing in front of the prismatic geyser. I'm going to show you a better picture of it in just a minute, but. Um, I mean, just we'd be walking along, and they you say, "Do not come over here because you could actually like fall down into this boiling hot um, geyser," and um, and it's just just poofing up all over the place, just, just yeah, just, blah, 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 just and there's mud pits and stuff, and and every now and then we'd see like this carcass of a bison that just got stuck, you know, in the they just it was so weird. Um, it was it's just not like anything you've ever seen. It was just, uh, or I'd ever seen. It was really, um, it was just bizarre. Here's, here's a picture of the, the, it's called the prismatic. Oh, no, that's, this is the Grand Canyon. This is not be the next one. This is the Grand Canyon of the Yellowstone, which my kids thought, that's so cool, we're going to the Grand Canyon. No, <laughs> I don't know why they shouldn't call it the Grand Canyon of the Yellowstone, but it, it is, it's massive, and I'm sure it, it actually is um, dwarfed by the actual Grand Canyon, which I've not been to, but it is just so far down and so long and so big, and you just can't believe. Um, and you can't—I mean, you really can't get down in there. Uh, I, I don't even know if there's paths to get down there, but uh, you shouldn't get down there. Uh, it was really da- kind of dangerous. I mean, it was just walking along this side with this gravelly, sort of soft gravel that could—you could just slip off into oblivion. Um, nobody did, thankfully, but. Um, but it was just absolutely breathtaking. There's the prismatic, and this I've have seen like I've seen this before, and I just assumed it was like a art artist re- rendering or something. 
that is actually now I actually got this photograph off the internet, but it is a it is this is what it looks like. It's just a it, um, I wasn't smart enough to take a picture of myself. I was just looking at it. Um, and I couldn't find one on your phone either. But um, but you can see the people walking on the on the boardwalks behind it. It that's what it looks like, and it's literally that blue and green and yellow and orange. It is in the middle of this like wasteland. It is so strange. But the chemicals. The hot water it smells bad. It looks beautiful, but it smells it's salt, you know, sulfuric. Um, but you just, I mean, you kind of just kind of get over that and just stand in awe at this sight that is so unusual. And you think, like, God didn't have to do that. Like, he didn't have to make this one cool little spot in in Wyoming that would would uh, bubble up like this, and or didn't have to make our hearts resonate. He could have made it so that we could jump in and swim in it, but he didn't. I, you know, but um, you should not do that uh, when you go there. It is, um, it's, it's why, and then this, this water just pours into a river, and then it kind of cleans itself, and there's fish in it. But there's nothing living in there except for, except for bacteria. It is, uh, and maybe, maybe not much of that. It's very strange, but incredibly beautiful. So I don't think this. So this is old faithful. I don't. It's a video. I don't let's see. It'll go fast. It won't. I don't know why it doesn't translate. But it, it goes, whoop, whoop, whoop. Uh, But it's it. I mean, old faithful. If you, it is so neat. I mean, there's actually that's the tallest one. But there's others that are um, also pretty magnificent as well. That's certainly the most famous. And it's about every forty-five to ninety minutes, and all throughout the year, no snow. I mean, when it snows. It doesn't. It just melts because it's, the ground is so hot, um, and it just always goes off. That's why it's called Old Faithful. And uh, there's others that go off about every six hours or every four hours, but this one is the most frequent and the highest. And it is just. It, it's really not much. To, I mean, if you were to look at it, if there was if there was a fire hydrant underneath it, you would think, oh, that's somebody should fix that. You know, it's not it's not that big of a deal. Except you just realize this this geological anomaly that happens and it is it's it's just wild and and so hundreds of people every 45 minutes line up and then they and watch it and then they they peel out and then you just wait and we kind of wait around and wait around and wait around and it was about 100 degrees i mean it's not it's about also about 30 percent humidity so it didn't feel that bad but um but it was it was really it was hot but it was just so neat and unique been to, yeah, uh, been to Old Faithful, folks? You have? It's worth the trip, man. It is so cool. Even if you can't, like, so we hiked probably about seven or eight miles that day. We hiked to Old Faithful from this other waterfall. and um, But you don't have to do all that. You can, you can get around uh, if, if you have the chance. It is just, Yellowstone is so unique. If I had to pick, I would probably pick the Grand Tetons because they're more... Uh, aggressive, more sort of picturesque and beautiful. But they're close enough. But they're close enough. They're about two about two hours apart. No All right. So this one night, we the last night we were there in Yellowstone, we went for a picnic and uh, we got held up uh, in this bison jam. And, and um, yeah, I think Amy, you should tell the story because I actually we had a flat tire and I stayed back and had to fix that. I know we missed the bison jam, and we learned. 
because um, we kept calling them buffalo, but apparently there's like a difference between buffalo and bison. So these are bison, um, and the guides were quick to always call them uh, bison. But uh, we had had this picnic, you know, overlooking like it's a sunset on this, you know, river. And as we were leaving, one, we were in two vans. One of the vans had a flat tire. So the dads stayed to help with the flat tire. And the, the moms and the guides took the, took the kids. We were going back to the hotel. This is all in Yellowstone Park. And, as, and then there was this, you know, traffic jam. And we thought, and they told us, you know, oh, you never know when the, you know, bison might be killing across. But if you ask our kids, like, some of their fa- like, favorite top moments, they will say this moment, like, bison jam, that we were literally, like, just, we were just stopped, you know, for 45 minutes. But all these bison and the little, their little calves were just, do-do-do, just walking along. They're they were crossing the road. They sit in the road. Just literally like what they were I mean at? this was our this was our and the guides were like don't get out of it you know because there were people of course like out like taking pictures they were like don't do that but um, but all the kids just you know laughing and looking and you know there's the babies they called them on red red dogs. red dogs but they just they in the in the wildlife I mean they're just walking along and that was the beauty of it that Nobody, I mean, that's all we had to do, and it was magical, and it was, you know, just sunset, it was just this wonderful, magical moment, just thousands of bison, and these little ones just walking across, and the kids just, we were all excited to share it with the guys later, but, <laughs> but, uh, but it, was, it was a truly magical moment, and just, and, and you guys know, and with a lot of these, especially if you have more than one child, that when you, when you have them all, like, loving something at the same time, that there's something really special about that, you know? Um, and we know that those moments, you know, it's okay that they don't all love everything at the same time all the time. Like, we're, we're beyond hoping for that all the time. <laughs> but the times that you do have that are just so special and so meaningful. And so we're so appreciative yeah. for We know that, that y'all prayed for this and gave to this and helped us with this. And it was just such a magical time for us in that regard. Good. The bison jam. Bison jam. So we left Yellowstone and drove, like I said, about three hours down uh, to the Grand Teton Park. And... uh, we stayed in Jackson, which is a little bit south of there. You can ride. We actually rode bikes from uh, later in the week. We uh, rode bikes from uh, Teton Park down into Jackson. Uh, it's harder to ride from Jackson because it's uphill. Um, as, yeah, go downhill when you have kids. Um, but the, uh, So this is at near Inspiration Point, uh, which I probably should have put. That. It's actually more inspirational looking that way than it is looking back across the valley. But it's it's um, it was it's packed. I mean, it's just hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people on these uh, out there. So it's not really isolated until you get sort of off off the other. You know, if you get off the path or get on a little side path or something, you might find an isolated bit. But it was it was just spectacular. I mean, it's just so wonderful. This will be our, our Christmas card probably. Um, we were hiking along this uh, the Jenny Lake Trail. 
and we looked down, and we saw these moose. And so Thomas and I went back on this sort of isolated trail to go see them. Uh, we could see from the main trail, but we went on the moose trail. And so we saw the mama moose, but then down in the, uh, in the thicket was the boyfriend. And it, it was, it's kind of hard to see, but the, um, he didn't have a, like this big, huge, he was young, and he only really, it looked kind of like he had one stunted one and one really big one. Um, but it was still growing. But it was just, I mean, to be that close to a bull moose, even if he didn't have an incredible set of antlers, it was just, it was, it was so cool. I could have walked way, right up to him, and I decided that was maybe not the best idea. So, uh, but it was, it was like, it was so close. And this, I just thought that picture of the mama moose was just, I mean, I just love it. She was just, it was so, we saw a couple of other, apparently uh, later some people saw her with, and the baby came out. We didn't see the baby. But um, we did see a mama and a baby at another, another spot. But, I mean, look at that. I mean, it's just, I don't know. It still makes my heart happy. Uh, and it makes me happy to see it on a bigger screen than just my phone. Um, so we did ride the bikes. This actually, I don't have a picture of the bikes, but you can see the bike helmets. Um, rode, it's about 20 miles, and it seems like a lot. This is one of the times where Luke Gibbs, my, he was 12 then, he's 13 now, but he just, he just came alive that day. He said, this is awesome. And he like, it's amazing that we got a picture of him because he was so far ahead of all of us. We, he was with another group, yeah, not, but if he, was, he was not in front of the guides, but he was, in, he was definitely in front of us, um, and just took off, and he was having so much fun. But it was just, it was fantastic. That was our last day with the group. We stayed a few more days. Thomas and I went fly fishing. Uh, that's the one fish I caught. Is the fish in that You're hilarious. <laughs> It is kind of, well, it's just, it's, it blends in with the jacket. It, it just blends in with, with the jacket. So the last time I was out there, I took Trent's fly fishing rod, and I did not go with a guide. And I tried several times to go fly fishing. I never caught anything. And I was on the Snake River, and I, and I thought, um, and I was fishing, but I didn't catch anything. You know, so it was beautiful, but I was like, I was like, Lord, I mean, I was praying. I was like, Lord, I just want to catch one fish, and here's my last cast, and I threw it out there, and all of a sudden, the, the whoop, it's kind of, and I was like, oh, my gosh, and I started pulling in. I was like, this doesn't feel very big, and it was a trout, but it was this big, <laughs> literally this big, and I caught him by the fin. My, uh, my hook went into the fin, and that was five years ago. This one I legitimately caught. Thomas caught three. I caught one. Which, interestingly, the other time he and I went fly fishing uh, was in North Carolina several years ago. I caught three, but he caught nine. So he tripled me twice. <laughs> Don't understand. Uh, but it was just a, it was a nice day. But the, the, um, we didn't catch many. The weather was, the fish are so finicky, and the weather was, was back and forth. And I'm sure that's the reason. <laughs> What's next? Oh, Lee Lake. So I told you, there's like hundreds of that, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people. Uh, and, and so there's Jenny Lake, and then there's String Lake, which is like this glacier-carved little lake. It's just it's almost like a river, but it, it's it's kind of still. And and there's parking lots by Jenny and and um, and String Lake, and just hundreds of people are jumping in. And actually, the kids had a great time on String Lake, there was this rock out in the middle that they could jump off of. Um, 
But we hiked up, and I just assumed at Lee Lake there'd be the same thing. But we got we hiked up. I'd never seen Lee Lake before, and so it was just a nice little hike. And we got up there, and we were the only people there. There was nobody there, and it was we just had this pristine lake to ourselves. It was cold, but it like you get used to it, you know. And it was just with this mountain in the background, and we just laughed and played and picnicked, and it was it was one of the moments that certainly Amy and I will remember. The kids too, but just as parents, as a family, like it was just one of those moments that. It was just so special. Um, there's like bear poop and tracks all over the place. We, we didn't... We're out in the middle of this, and we're like, this is so amazing. We're the only ones here. And it was like freezing cold, and we're all like getting out there. Yeah. And then after we had been out there for a little while, we're like, and if we had to yell, I don't know that anyone would hear us. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, but it was great. Yeah, it, it was... It was it was just magical. I mean, it, I didn't want it. Didn't want it to end. It was just really, really special. We left there and we drove around looking for, looking for wildlife, and we didn't find a lot. We found a, We did see the moose and the and the baby that day, but. Um, did you have bear spray? We did. Yeah, we had bear. Sp- we didn't have it on that hike, that particular hike. I think we uh, thought we were going to have it. And what I found is that if you don't know how to use a can of bear spray, it's, it doesn't you, like you throw it at them, and if you don't hit them on the nose, like it's they're not going to uh, they're not going to go away. Uh, it, it is um, we you know they taught us uh, the guides from the back roads trip. They taught us how to use it, but um, we actually I think didn't have it. We thought we were going to ha- be able to get it from our hotel, but they were out, and I was like, oh well, we'll just rent it in the park, and they didn't have any. And, We'll just we take our days, we'll take our chances, and they didn't eat our bagels, so that's good. So they, um, one of the things that I did five years ago, no, Amy and I did when I, five years ago, was one of my favorite things ever I've ever done in my life, and I was so excited about taking the family out there, and that is uh, mountain biking down the slopes at Jackson Hole, and uh, you get on all this gear and you feel like a superhero. And they give you these hardcore bikes, and they put you on the ski lift. They have a special lift for the bikes and then a special lift, well, a regular lift to take you up. Uh, And then they have these trails. It's not just going down the wide ski lift. They have trails going back and forth and back and forth. And they had the same kind of thing. There's greens for the easy and blues for the medium and black diamond for the really, really hard. And the blues are plenty hard. I can promise too hard. And the greens actually are pretty intense, too. We also realized, as we started going down, you know, about 50 feet down, we also had the thought, oh, yeah, we, we live in Florida. We never, we never <laughs> like uphill. Downhill is really easy. Uh, downhill is a lot easier than going uphill. Um, but the, um, so uh, about 100 yards in, Caroline hit her uh, foot or knee or something on a, on a tree limb sticking out, and that was it for her. She still actually is limping around uh, her knees. She, and her, did, she ended up she, doing she, one more. Yeah, but, uh, that, was a, that was a bummer. Luke uh, jumped the green uh, and landed on the blue uh, down, down the mountain. Uh, that uh, bike tire is ruined, and he got a trip down on the medic. Um, uh, and the medic part. That's about an hour in, yeah. I was so proud of him because he got back up after he got some Gatorade and uh, and had seen by the... He just knocked the breath out of him. But he um, he thought, 
uh, this, he thought, I got to do this again. And he got back up and he went back out. And I was so proud of him. Thomas and I, Amy kind of likes it, but doesn't love it. Thomas and I had, like, we were just at Disneyland. It was the, it was the most fun. I mean, it, we just had such a great time. Sorry that the, the kids got hurt. Uh, Luke, Luke didn't, I mean, Luke didn't really get hurt. He just, um, he was a little sore the next day, but uh, it was, it was great. It was just, I don't know. Maybe it's just like, if you've ever been downhill ski, it's kind of like downhill skiing. It's just, it's so fast and so, but I mean, our legs were smoked at the end of the day. They were, it was, but it was super fun. Our last night, we went on a covered wagon uh, adventure. Uh, they, they, I, you could probably would you no? Please comment. Please comment on the on the biking. Would, oh no no! Oh, we we were just chatting about like how how long I enjoyed it, and I I loved how much I loved how much y'all enjoyed it. Amy and I had a fun time. Loves that I love it. Yeah. So, and then I was happy to let y'all continue enjoying it. Yeah. <laughs> after after like you know the. Uh, after falling, you know, a few times I was like, okay, we've done it. And yeah. the cons, the potential cons started outweighing the potential pros. So I was like, I have checked this off and I will love to watch Amy it. Amy said, I wonder, I wonder if they have a bar. And, uh, <laughs> um, and they did, did turns out. Yeah, yeah. Turns out they did have one. Um, why don't you tell about the, uh, the dinner, uh, the covered wagon dinner? I think you could do a better job. Oh, this was, I mean, uh, this was like our last night there. That um, it was just a fun like family family dinner. That Chuck wagon. Chuck wagon dinner that you could go and you met up and they had like they had their playing their guitars and then you could all your whole family would get in the covered wagon and it was like it was like the old days like they took the horses with the, they all pulled out there was like twenty covered wagons. Yeah, it's a big and, crowd and, and they had two shows out, that night. They went we you know went on this little trail up and it was just a bunch of picnic tables and things and you went through the line and they you know had the big tin cans and plopped it out on there and, uh-huh. um, and sang you know camp songs and or old west songs and they had a guy that came out and you know they did a little pretend thing i mean it was just a fun you know it was just a fun night but to to be able to ride on the covered wagons along the little mountain trails and things that was like our last year so what, were your, what did you eat on the chuck wagon um it was i mean it was good it was like um i guess what was the meat honey i mean there was like a chicken but also like a it's like stew steak beef. with steak with gravy or yeah, stew like beef, stew something beef like that. Yeah, gravy and rice and slaw and a roll, and they had these cowboy cookies um, and tea and lemonade. But they would just—I mean—they all had their cowboy hats on, playing the fiddle, and um, so it was—it was a great you know, way to kind of end the Out West adventure. Wanted to share this. That I wrote. Uh, this was back in, in the Bar Inn Ranch, um, but it said, "This place is so good for the soul. It's so clean, so open. Yesterday was fantastic, easy but fun two-hour horseback ride through the Gallatin Forest. We went to the Grizzly and Wolf Rehab Center. I didn't show you pictures of that. Incredible time uh, together as a family. Nice dinner at the Bar Inn Ranch." Uh, and, the, and one of the families shared with us that the husband was diagnosed with terminal cancer and given six to 12 months to live four years ago. The cancer had been all over his body, um, spinal, lung, brain, and it's now all gone. 
It was a really beautiful moment for them to share and, uh, and for us to listen and to give thanks to the Lord together. They were a really faithful Christian family. And then um, just a beautiful night where all the kids and adults played outside together. Hearing them uh, speak made me realize and remember that everyone you meet is dealing with problems that you know nothing about. They're a beautiful family. They were both collegiate athletes. This is their second back road trip this year. They look like extravagant wealth. No, they're just squeezing all the juice out of life because they almost didn't have it. You know, it was just, that was just a great reminder uh, to me. I, you know, I looked at it, I was like, God, that guy, like, he's, I mean, he's, he's like a scrap metal broker and he's on his second, you know, like, that seems crazy, but man, that seems attractive too. <laughs> you know, like, but I, I just thought, I was kind of found, found myself like coveting a little bit. And then they just shared that story and they were like, we can't, we really shouldn't be here because it's number one, I should be dead. And number two, uh, I really can't afford uh, this trip, but we just, this is our life and we're not, we're going to live it all the way to the full. It was just such, it was a, it was a great reminder that everybody meets dealing with stuff you don't know anything about. So anyway, it was uh, a trip that we will talk about for years and years and you gave it to us and we're so incredibly grateful. And I hope that uh, as people have said to me, like, you don't even look the same. You just, um, you know, I do, I do feel like it did what it needed to do. I do feel like it reset me and my heart and it was just put us in a great spot as a family. So that's what we're doing. Thank you so much. Um, Beth is going to lead the next three weeks for uh, Rector's Forum. She can talk about different conversion stories through the ages. And I'm really excited to hear what she has to say about that. Any questions before I hit stop on the about sabbatical? Yeah, Larry. Nobody tried to get out and pet the moose, <laughs> or anything. I mean, Amy did, but she. Uh... <laughs> we did that out on that part. We were with the we were with the group, and the, our guides were very clear about it. They were, you know, they said yeah. how dangerous that is. Uh, I mean, there were lots of people that would do that, yeah. and you know, of course, uh, um, our guys. I think I, I don't know if it was Thomas or Luke. But, um, and it could have been either one of them, said, we don't have to get out. We can just climb out the window and just get on the top of the van. And that way we're not out. I mean, that would, would that work? <laughs> so we did, we did that. But because we were closely. Uh, yeah, you hear so many stories yes, of people yes, doing that. Yeah. Yeah, they look docile until they are yeah. definitely not right. docile. Right. Yeah, they're wild animals. Um, but, I mean, every time you would see, if there's a wild animal, like even a potential of a wild animal, there was a traffic jam. I mean, it was, if there was one elk off to the side, like, I mean, there was a million cars stopped to try to take pictures of it. And so if they couldn't really take pictures of it, they would get out and, and run over to try to get pictures of it. And that's when people get hurt. But they, they think, oh, this sweet buffalo, I'm trying to put that in. Yeah, not smart. Anything else? Y'all, we can't thank you enough. I mean, I, they're just not words. So thank you. I hope that you like my sermons enough to say, wow, it was worth it. But um, it, was, it was fantastic. So we appreciate it so much. God bless you. And go Jags. I mean, go to church. Yeah. <laughs>